Hello, and welcome to Zap the Gender Pay Gap, the podcast series where we expose the elephant in the room. The elephant's name, the gender pay gap. I am coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee, located on the banks of the mighty Mississippi River. Nestled in the southwest corner of the state, Memphis is home to the blues, barbecue, and so much more. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. Thank you so very much for joining me for this episode of Zap the Gender Pay Gap. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. You can find Zap the Gender Pay Gap wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts on Apple, Spotify, Google, and now on YouTube. We entered the month of June celebrating Dare Day, which presents the perfect opportunity for people to break out of their shell and do something different. During the entire month of June, I've issued a series of dares. I dared you to, number one, face some facts specifically to acknowledge that the gender pay gap actually exists because, believe it or not, some people deny that it exists. Placing the facts led to dare number two. Number two was do your homework. I urged you to do your research. Don't take my word alone, but do your independent research to find out if what I say is true about the disparity in pay between males and females in the workplace. And after facing the facts and doing your homework, I urged you to challenge the status quo, which starts with identifying what you want to change. In last week's episode, I told you about a personal experience when I summoned up the courage and confidence to challenge the status quo. One day I received an inquiry from a competitor who was offering 25% more than I was earning with my current employer for doing the same type of work. This new information brought me face to face with the fact that I was earning 75% of what they were offering. I did my research to make sure this was for real because it really seemed too good to be true. I did my homework before talking to my boss about the opportunity and before asking for a raise. Even if it wasn't 25%, it was possible I could get an increase in in pay right where I was. So that's what I did. I talked to my boss and asked for a raise. She said that the company was not granting increases and the answer was no. I really don't like hearing no. So I asked to speak to my boss's boss. She was courteous, but firm. The answer was still no. I was disappointed, but not undone. Even though the answer was no, I was proud that I spoke up for myself, that I spoke up on my behalf. Even my boss's boss said, as we were wrapping up the conversation, when you're only doing what we teach our clients to do. Now the ball was in my court. I had to figure out my next move. I had to make a decision about my next most spectacular step. Do I stay or do I go? That was the question. 
If you listen to last week's episode, you know that in this instance, I chose to go. You may think I chose to accept the position with a competitor. Is that what you were thinking? It's only natural to think so, but that's not what I chose to do. What do you think I chose to do? Do you remember what my boss's boss said as we were wrapping up our conversation? She said, Gwen, you're only doing what we teach our clients to do. As I reflected on our conversation, it dawned on me that I wasn't doing for myself what I was teaching our clients to do, to assess their skills, update their resume, and find employers who were looking for what they had to offer. If I could do it for them, why in the world wouldn't I do it for myself? I could find my next best place to land, and I did. Receiving that inquiry from a competitor was a wake-up call. Realizing that the market was willing to pay someone with my skills 25% more for doing similar work caused me to see and be open to other opportunities. Have you heard the quote, it's not so much in seeing new landscapes as it is in having new eyes? This experience opened my eyes, not only to the opportunity from the competitor, but to so much more. This experience reinforced and revealed several things. Number one, although money is important, it is not my primary motivator. I want to be paid fairly for what I do, absolutely, but money is not my primary motivator. Number two, I needed to know that I could muster up the courage and confidence to ask my employer for a raise. I needed to know that I could speak up for myself and advocate on my behalf. And I did. Number three, I needed to know to what degree my employer valued me and my contributions. The fact that they didn't even offer to discuss it at my next review time or give any indication that advancement was possible, that helped me to get a better read on the situation. Number four, I could leave gracefully, no hard feelings, armed with the ability to land my next position. I had taught thousands of people how to do it. I was confident I could do it for myself too. In the end, I gave myself a raise. By taking an honest assessment of my skills and abilities, presenting them in a way that attracted a potential employer and demonstrated how I could add value, landed me with a bigger increase than I was asking for from my previous employer, not for doing the same type of work, but nonetheless doing the work I loved, which included training and coaching, not related to career transition, but to leadership. I even got a chance to facilitate training for a group of emerging leaders for the U.S. Navy. How cool is that? Now, I want you to listen closely. I am not encouraging you to barge into your boss's office and ask for a raise. I am not urging you to quit your job. 
I'm not promising that your outcome will be equal to or better than mine, but I am asking you, and I am actually telling you that nothing will change unless you do. I'm asking you to open your eyes to potential opportunities around you, both within and outside your current organization. I am asking you to face some facts, to do your homework, and to challenge the status quo. Who knows? You might just give yourself a raise. I would love to show you how. We've said this many times before, and I will say it again. And that's why I created this podcast series in the first place. I created it to do three things. To expose the elephant in the room. To make it visible by uncovering it. And to reveal the true nature of it. Two, to disclose some pertinent facts that previously were unknown or kept secret. And then three, to determine how do we dispose of the effects of this elephant in the room. I do urge you that before asking for a raise, you might want to take a look at my ebook, Underpaid, the number one challenge women face in the workplace. While you're there, please check out the bonus section because in it, I show you how to determine if you're trapped in a pay gap, but I also share with you what to do next in terms of how to get out. Just please click the link in the description box below to grab a free copy. It's yours. It's my gift to you. Now, remember, no one can pay you what you're worth because you're simply too valuable, but you can be paid what your contributions are worth. I dare you to give yourself a raise. I do thank you so much for joining me today. And for this series during the month of June and the number of dares that I've issued to you, I look forward to seeing you next Wednesday at noon central time for the next episode of Zap the Gender Pay Gap. Until then, be well. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Zap the Gender Pay Gap. Please rate, review, and subscribe to or follow me wherever you get your favorite podcast. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time.